And I dug my key into the side of his pretty little souped-up four-wheel drive. Carved my name into his legacy. Wow. <laughs> Did we just hit a note? Oh, my God. Wait, I thought that actually sounded pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Honestly, we're going to listen to it and know that we butchered it. No, I'm literally going to cringe. <laughs> And be like, ah, that sounded way better than I... In our heads. Know, yeah. <laughs> like most things. <laughs> Anyways. Welcome, welcome to Unhinged Therapy. Happy, Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, guys. Oh, guys, I had a great weekend. What about you, Danielle? I had a, I had a good weekend. I'll say I had a good weekend. Yeah. Good. I did a little um, day in my life on Saturday. I know. I saw. On Instagram. And it was just like a spur of the moment thing. Yeah. I was just out and about running errands with the fam. So how was your weekend? Let's hear about it. It was good. Well, me and you went to karaoke on Thursday. And guys, <laughs> when I tell you, it was so much fun. I mean, and I and we were sober. We were so, we like stayed dead sober the sober. whole night. The whole night we were front row, yes. <laughs> cheering everyone on. Like these girls were drunk, and they're like, "Oh my god, they've been our fans!" And I was like, yeah. "We're actually Carl's fans. We're Carl's number one." I yeah. gave Carl fist pump. <laughs> Literally, I was like, "There was this old man there, and he just kept singing. He sang like four five. songs. I five. think he sang like five. And he really, he loved it. Like he thought he was famous. He was like really getting into it. We stand Carl. He um would make like a slow song. But like scream it, like scream out, like he literally sing my life by Frank Sinatra, and he'd be like, "I did it my way," and I was loving it. I was loving it. I was like, "Yeah, Carl," and like, like everyone there, I feel like goes there weekly. Yeah, and this was our first time, (laughs) and we just jumped right in. We did. I feel like we got along with the crowd very well. Skip a beat. No, we didn't. I was so like we were so supportive of of everyone, everyone. and like not all of them were terrible. No, honestly, there were some really good singers there. Yeah, we were gonna go, but like. The moment came and then it passed. It did. Like, we were like, okay, we're ready. Yeah. And then we both got tired and, like, we were way too sober to go up there. Way too sober. It, like, was too late in the night where everyone's already kind of, like, fucked up. Yeah. And, like, we just weren't drinking. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm sober. (laughs) I'm entering sobriety. Yeah. And then I was like, I had a white claw. Yeah. So, like, sober life is so hard. (laughs) Honestly... It was worth it, though, because we were able to, like, drive home. We both had worth it. If I was hungover for work the next day, I would have died. Yeah, I would not so. have been happy. I think everyone would have heard about it at work. Yeah. Because I yeah. can't keep things to myself. <laughs> I'm like, I'm miserable, and I'm going to make it your problem. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. But that was so, like, honestly, we have to go again. We do. And, like, we have to drink. We'll have to get wasted this time. Yeah. It's, like, really not even that far, either. No, it's really not. Yeah, so I'm excited. Like, we have to keep going. I know. It's such a trash bar. It- but in the best way. In the best way possible. In the best way. I actually saw the DJ that normally does it on Saturday. Is he cute? <laughs> he, I think you would like him, but okay. I think he has a girlfriend. What the fuck? Yeah. All right, whatever. Um, And he was like, oh my God, you went? Like, how was it? Da, da, da. And I was telling him about it, and he was like, yeah, you got to come again another night. We like, have to. Like, we have to. Yeah. Um, It smelled like pickles. I love pickles. I hate I'm so pickles. happy. I hate pickles. I hate the smell of pickles. I hate the texture of pickles. Oh I'm a pickle hater. So I was like, it just smells like pickles. If I had to eat one food for the rest of my life, I would probably pick pickles. Really? Yeah. And wait, and then I'm thinking, there was this one singer 
and I was like, okay, like he's kind of cute. And then he started singing, and I was like, <laughs> and he he's was not. Singing. He sang so seriously. He was so. And he was, it was so, so bad. bad. And he was so serious. And I was like, yeah. immediately dry. Yeah. I'm dry. <laughs> I, like, it, the moment came, then it passed. It passed. You know? It passed very quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, how was the rest of your weekend? It was good. Um, what did I. I don't think I did anything on Friday. I literally can't remember. No, I worked late. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Saturday was my mom's birthday. Turn up. And sh- all she wanted for her birthday was a margarita. So we started at this, like, Mexican restaurant. We all got, like, food. They had probably the best spicy margarita I've ever had in my life. Where? Uh, Barrio Costero. I've heard of that. I've heard it's good. We have to go for, like, a before we go out one day. Oh, my day. God, like Cinco de Mayo. Yes. It's a Friday. Yeah. Perfect. It was so good. And then... We went to the next bar, and me and my mom's best friend were plotting. We were like, this, because my mom was, like, structuring it. She's like, okay, well, I want to be in bed by this time, da, da, da. And we were like, no, no, we need to get her wasted. So I went to the bar, and I got her a shot. All it took was that one shot, and she was dancing. She was going crazy. Yes. So then I took her to a club, <laughs> and her and my aunt were dancing, having a blast. My aunt literally was, like, bouncing off the walls. Like, I've never seen – like, I don't think me and my aunt have ever gone out together. And it was probably one of the best nights. Um, and then we ended up leaving. I actually – I stayed a little bit longer. Um, I stayed with um, my best friend that does the lights there and, like, hung out, like, in the DJ booth or whatever. But then I literally – my mom texted me. She's like, I'm getting fries. Would you like some? And I immediately called an Uber. I'm dead. <laughs> you said, uh, yes. That sounds so much better than keeping to stay here right now. So I got my Uber. I went home. Me and my mom ate fries and passed the fuck out. I uh, love it. But it was so much fun. Going out with your family is, like, another level of fun. Yeah. That, like, you didn't know existed. Yeah, I agree. Because, like – I go out with, like, my older cousin a lot mm-hmm. and his friends, and they're, like, in their 40s. Yeah. And I, every time, no matter what, I have the best time. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like when you're growing up, you don't know you're going to have this much fun when you're, like, older. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. so fun. It was just real. it was really nice to, like, be around them and just, like, see my mom and my aunt, like, have the best time. And yeah. my mom's best friend was there, which I love. Like, me and her always have gotten along because she's, like, kind of in between, like, our ages. Like, she's, like, I'm, like, the youngest, but, like, her friend is, like, going into her 40s oh nice so like she like is like the yeah very, like when me and my mom fought when we were on vacation once she was like the <laughs> voice of reason she was yeah. like well, brianna feels this way because she's this age and you feel this way because you're this age and then she would like work it out for it's us like an older sister almost literally that's nice yeah so Aww, fun. it was so much fun wholesome fun wholesome <laughs> how was your weekend um it was pretty good i mean i just went shopping with my mom i spent like the whole day with my mom on saturday which was great i loved doing that mm-hmm. um and then Saturday night, I just went and watched the Rangers game. Nice. And I was at Molly and, like, a couple of her brother's friends and stuff. And we were at this restaurant, and they had this, like, huge ball of hot sauce. And Molly, like, put it in my purse, like, as a joke. And then, like, okay. the next day, I woke up, and I went to go get coffee. And I'm like, why is my purse so heavy? It was a bottle of hot sauce. Oh, my God, my dream. I need a mini hot sauce to bring No, it was me. big, though. I'm dead. It was big. I'm surprised it didn't, like, leak in my bag. But obviously, we didn't end the night there. We went out. Um, nothing crazy, honestly. Like, it was fun. It was downpour rain, which I didn't know yeah, was going to happen. Yeah, horrible. And then um, I was at Johnny Max, of course. Yeah, and the fire else? alarm went off. At Johnny Max? Yes. Oh and God. our boy Charles was like, and this is what, what happens when all you motherfuckers vape. 
<laughs> I was dying. Chum. But I was also like, I just got a blowout and now my hair is a mess. Yeah. Like I was I was pissed. Yeah. I didn't even try to cover it because I was wearing like a crop jacket. Like it's yeah. not gonna do shit. Yeah. So I just went home and then yesterday just like napped all day and ate like shit. Yeah. But fair enough. You know, this week's a new week. Exactly. So we're starting off strong. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we get into this week's topic, let's hear a word from our sponsor. <laughs> All right. So if you couldn't tell by our angelic voices what we were singing. Our in the, beautiful um, masterpiece. In the beginning. It was the best song called Before He Cheats. By Carrie Underwood. And you may be asking yourself, why are you singing Before He Cheats? Hmm. Hmm. If you don't have common sense. <laughs> Sorry. You need me to dumb it down Damn. for you. Damn, Bray. She woke up and chose violence today. This, I guess this topic is pretty, like, oh, fiery. I'm you know fired what I mean? up. Yeah. I'm fired up So, today. without further ado, the topic this week is cheating. 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 Oh. Cheaters. You mother-freaking pumpkin eaters. Eater. That was going to say that. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, so... I don't even know where to begin. Uh, there's so much that we could get into, um, like why people cheat, if we've been cheated on, like the different types of cheating that there yeah. are. Yeah. Um, why maybe... don't we start with like, have you been cheated on? Yeah. Yeah. Have you been cheated on? Yes. <laughs> I have. I actually, I talked about it in our first ever episode with my first boyfriend and he cheated on me with an underage girl. Loving. Um, Love that. And I don't even think the cheating really, like, hit me. I think it was more so that she was underage. Um, but, I mean, cheating sucks. It really, like, distorts. It's, at least for my personal experience, it, like, distorted every sense of trust I have within me. Like, I always think the worst. Yeah. I can't think, like, good going <clears throat> into, like, a talking stage. I do my best, and I'm working on it because it's been years since I've been cheated on. But it's but not still, easy. There's no, like, time limit yeah like trust is huge mm-hmm. it's your whole relationship exactly so, like when you break it it's like how do you even come back from that because mm-hmm. with my experience my ex that I was with that cheated on me he was like the biggest love bomber to ever exist and he literally like would say like we're getting married we're having kids like I have never had someone speak to me the way that he did so fast so intensely and it was, like, a shell shock almost because two weeks prior, like, we were talking about, like, when we were moving in together. And then I he goes home. He lived in San Diego at the time, and he went home to Georgia. And he got, like, weird. He stopped, like, answering my calls. Like, he was so excited. He was like, I can't wait for you to, like, FaceTime my family because, like, we were long distance. And then he just didn't answer me for, like, three days. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, he, I was like, okay, like something's not right, and I felt it, and I knew it. I mean, he didn't answer me for fucking three days. Yeah, but I mean, red flag. The second he got home, like I kind of felt my stomach drop, and I knew something was going on. And then I found out right after we broke up because yeah. she posted an engagement ring. <gasps> they were engaged. She, he proposed to her on my birthday, a month later. What the on my birthday? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Scum of the earth. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and like, yeah. what? How did you like recover or like find way? Like, what helped you? Get Honestly, through that? I feel like it was such like a whirlwind, whirlwind relationship that I was just like, thank God it was long distance because he wasn't a part of my everyday routine, so it was yeah. very easy for me to bounce back in that aspect. Like but, out of sight, out of mind, almost. Yes. Yeah. 
But I definitely didn't heal the way like you're supposed to. I hopped into like a situation ship probably two months later that lasted almost three years, like on and off and like completely fucked up my trust even more because we were never officially together. So I couldn't yeah. even get mad when he was talking to other girls. Yeah. So um, it took time. It took time and I'm still navigating it. It really took another relationship and them like helping me rebuild my trust and knowing that not everyone's out to like hurt you. Almost. Yeah. That's so hard. Do you think like since... Like, do you think couples who are long distance are more likely to, like, cheat? I think it could go one of two ways. It, it definitely, temptation is a lot easier because they're not in your face every day. But I also think if you're with someone long distance, like, clearly, like, you think your connection and your, like, relationship is so valuable that you don't need to be around them every day. Right. So it could literally go one of two ways. No, yeah, exactly. Like, if it's the relationship, mm-hmm. it's, and if you're, like, a decent person. Yeah. Like, it can work. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big, like, misconception about long-distance relationships. Yes. Is that, oh, well, you're not there. Like, they're going to cheat on you. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, if you trust your partner and, like, they trust you, it's it, long-distance can be, like, probably most effective because yeah. you both have your own space. And, mm-hmm. like, you just work on communicating with each other. But there is that, like, bigger risk factor. But you can also yes. cheat living together so exactly it doesn't even matter if someone wants to cheat they're gonna find they're gonna a cheat. way to cheat mm-hmm. and that's something that that's sad it is sad i'd rather you just like tell me like yeah hey, i'm not feeling this anymore if like i please. totally agree if you feel the need to cheat on someone you shouldn't be with that person no. period like putting someone through that is just not okay because it's worse it's hard enough like you're like breaking their heart but you're also like causing so much long-term damage for that person like Exactly. What did they do to you to deserve that? Nothing. It's like, one thing to no go through No one deserves a that. Yeah. It's, like, one thing to, like, really, like, go through a heartbreak, and then it's another to, like, have, like, that level of mistrust there. Because yeah. if someone's just open and transparent with you, yes, it's going to hurt, but with that being said, it's not going to be as traumatic. Right. And you won't have, like, like second thoughts, like, every mm-hmm. time you meet somebody. Yes. I mean, like, literally, no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. I don't – I've never, like, been – um cheated on that's confirmed i have Uh my suspicions Mm -hmm. um i think in my last relationship i was emotionally cheated on Mm -hmm. um and in my first relationship i feel like this is a big thing especially with social media um and like texting and like snapchatting like if you're my boyfriend you're not snapchatting other girls absolutely not. you're not dming other girls no you're not like you're just not and you're like, I don't care if you like another girl's picture, but in my first relationship, my boyfriend would purposely like other girls' pictures and not mine because he knew that I, like, that was a big thing for me that I wanted That's him to horrible. like. Yeah. And, like, I trusted my first boyfriend so much, but he gave me almost every reason not to, and I just mm-hmm. was so, like, insecure in myself, maybe. I don't know, or, like, comfortable in my relationship where I just, mm-hmm. like, kept, I just kept being in it. Yeah. And... There would be, like, I would find messages on his phone of him talking to other girls. Oh, wow. Uh, and girls that, like, he hung around. So it's like, I am trusting you enough to hang out with your friends that are girls. Right. But now you're making me look like an idiot. Right. And, um, and like, Snapchatting other girls. And mm-hmm. then, like, I remember specifically, like, I was home for Easter. And he was at the bar. And he was older than me. And I mm-hmm. wasn't 21 yet. And it was, like, a that was a big thing in my relationship, too, is because, like, he always had to go out with his friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, 
it's fine. Like, I get it. You want to go to the bar with your friends, but, like, you don't have to go every night. If you know I, I can't get in. Yeah. Like, like I am banned from this bar. Yeah. I, my fake ID is not working anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they have my name highlighted yeah. and crossed off. Your I'm girl done. is not getting in. Yeah. At least you could do is walk me back. Right. Couldn't even do that. Wow. Anyways. But I remember I was home, and one of my friends had sent me a picture of this girl who was already a problem in my relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Her Snapchat story of her kissing my boyfriend on the cheek. And... Oh? Yeah. No. I, like, was literally like, what the fuck? Like, I just caught you texting her, and now you're doing this? Yeah. And obviously, like, looking back, I wish I would have just ended it then and there, but whatever. Like, you live and learn. It was my first relationship. Yeah. And we were in it for, like, a year at that point, so I was, like, not just going to give up. Yeah. But um, he just tried to, like, play it off like that. She took the picture, and he, like, turned his head. I'm like, bro, you're literally like, posing. Like, fuck Please. off. Why are you even hanging out with her? Yeah. And that's, like, and another time, like, on his Snapchat, I'm, like, I found someone's, like, nudes on his phone. I'm like, are you, like, wow. what is wrong with you? And then, like, yeah. people would tell me that he would, like, dance with other girls, like, out. And I'm like... <laughs> What the fuck? That's horrible. Yeah, so, like, but I'm, like, very trusting, and I yeah. I think it's a strong suit and also my weakest, like, mm-hmm. suit, I guess, because I will trust you even if you give me reasons not to trust you. Okay. And I'm trying to work on that because, like, you can't just walk all over me. Yeah. But also, like, I want to trust you until you give me a reason not to trust you, like, and then I need to have my guard up, but it's so hard for me to have my guard up because I'm like, I would never do that to you. Yeah. I would never. So I'm like, as I grew up, grown up, I'm like, okay, like I need to, I need to have my guard up more. Like I Mm. need to protect myself and like not be so oblivious. Well, I think that it's definitely, I think what you said is like giving the benefit of the doubt until there's a reason not to is honestly how you're supposed to be. My therapist recently literally told me that she was like, how are you expected to gain trust with someone if you never give it to them? Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I won't trust you until you give me a reason to trust you. She's like, well, what, what, <laughs> h- how can someone show you that? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm figuring it out. Yeah. Okay. I know. So. It's, it's so hard and it's so immature too to like cheat. I think it's like, yes. ew, like, okay, you're, you, you can't I, be honest and I, like grow a pair of balls. I think it shows like a level of like, um, emotional immaturity yeah because and insecurity at 100 percent insecurity yeah. because if you are not one man or woman enough to tell someone you don't want to be with them and you go and do that or if you feel so insecure about yourself that you need validation from other people yes. then you shouldn't be in a relationship period yes and like if you're not like getting what you need from your partner speak up yeah don't the answer is not to cheat like, no it's never speak the up <laughs> Communicate. And if you guys can't work through it, then maybe you should take some time apart yes. and, like, figure yourself out. If you're not happy in any aspect of it, whether it's sexual, um, you know, intimacy, like, mm-hmm. emotionally not there with each other, like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. it, ha- it ha- you have to talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And, like, no matter on how uncomfortable or, like, scary it is, you have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Like, at the end of the day, it's worth it not, like, cheating on someone. I, what the, in my last relationship, my most recent one, I remember I was out one night. 
And my eyes wandered a little bit, and I was like, oh, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. I ne- would never do anything, but I was not satisfied emotionally. I was not satisfied sexually in my yes. last relationship. So I that was the first day I realized, like, oh, this isn't working. So I really tried to work on it, and it didn't work. So yeah. I ended it rather than ever yes. stooping to that level. I literally have had the same experience in my first relationship. Um, I... Only had eyes, obviously, for my boyfriend, and I was very just happy to have a boyfriend. I was in mm-hmm. college. Like, he was on the football team. I'm like, he has a big group of friends. Yeah. Like, it was and great. And in college, that's, like, everything that you right. want. And then, like, one time, literally, like, I met this guy, and I was like, oh, my God. Why do I feel like this? Like, yeah. why do I, like, want to talk to this guy? But, like, obviously, I just shut it down, like, right away yeah. in my own head, which almost is, like, self-sabotage to myself because I'm like, I should have just ended it earlier on like mm-hmm. in that moment when I realized I could like somebody else that that means I'm not 100% in it with my boyfriend yeah. rather than shutting it down and like lying to myself for another year yeah and being stuck in something that I just wasn't healthy in and it, I wasn't happy in <coughs> and I'm not one to go on your phone like I don't care I don't Same. care like I'm not, I'm not no like I'm nosy but like I'm not going to go on your phone when you're sleeping. I'm not going to, like... guys. <laughs> yeah, we're both, like, catching a cold, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but I'm just not going to go on your phone, like, when you're sleeping, when it's next to me and you're doing something. Like, I don't care. I'm, I've never been one to do that, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you give me a reason to, then I'm, I don't even want to know. I don't want to look. Yes. I already am mad at you. Like, if I feel the need to go through your phone... There is a problem yeah. because I am like when I'm in a relationship and I actually commit to someone, I do fully trust that person. I don't commit to someone until I could actually see a future with them and then yeah. I know that they're in it with me. So, again, in my last relationship, I felt the need to go on his phone and I did it once, once. And it was the worst. I like the worst thing I've ever done. And I never yeah. want to do it again because the anxiety that ensued after and I felt like I invaded his privacy. It's not right. I would say never go through your partner's. Yeah, I, I no, unless it's like. I don't know. Just don't go through it. Just yeah. don't go through it. But yeah. also, like, you shouldn't feel like you need to. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's, like, hand in hand with each other. Yeah. I feel like also, like, physical cheating and then there's emotional cheating. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> like, honestly, are really different. Yes. They obviously hurt. But I truly think emotional cheating is way worse yeah. and, like, way more hurtful. And uh, let me yeah. pull up the... Yeah. I actually, I asked my guy best friend today, I was like, do you think physical cheating or emotional cheating is worse? And he said, I think for girls, emotional cheating is worse on them. And then for guys, physical cheating is worse on them because... He was like, boys have like a big ego. He literally said he was like a, he literally quote, I wish I had my phone right now. He was like a dick in my girl is a dick in my girl. And then he was like, but... It also depends if she just did it because she was horny or if she had feelings for them. He was like, either way, neither one is okay. Yeah. But it's worse when the emotions are involved. Right. Um, we ran a couple of polls on the Instagram story, and we said, have you ever cheated? 31% said yes, and 69% said no. Um, is emotional and physical cheating the same? 65% said yes. Uh, 35% said no. Um, we said, is cheating ever okay? People's 100% of the people said no. There Thank we go. You. We have some morals. Um, we also said, what's worse, emotional cheating, physical cheating, or it's all the same. Emotional cheating and physical cheating, 24%. Wow. And it's all the same as 53. 
And then one more. Who's more likely to cheat? Men or women? And men have 93%. Damn. And women have 7%. It's true. I think women are definitely capable of cheating. And I know women that have cheated. But I think men also think a lot more with their dicks yeah. than their actual head. Yeah. And that's why I think emotional cheating's worse. I feel like emotional cheating, for me at least, is almost like you chose somebody else to talk to on a daily basis. You chose someone else to be vulnerable with. And you chose someone else to connect with. Like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be that person for you. Mm-hmm. So then it makes me feel insecure. Like, what was I not doing that this person's doing? Right. Wh- why can't I be that person? I'm supposed to be that person for you. Right. I'm been here with you mm-hmm. physically every day. Like, why? Why? I agree. What was I not doing? Like, then you you get insecure about yourself, and you're like, well, why am I not good enough? Well, that's the thing because a lot people don't just wake up and say I want to cheat. Like things are happening for it to happen. Yeah. And if no one ever expresses an issue to you, and then you just wake up one day and you're blindsided like that, it's very traumatizing because it does make you question yourself and what you're not doing yeah because it is rooted in something but doesn't necessarily mean it's rooted in something you're doing because they probably should have addressed it months ago yeah like i i the emotional cheating like stings so bad like Mm -hmm. it's like another just slap in the face like to you it's like first you break my trust but then you also make me doubt myself right like in my last relationship uh it's not confirmed but i have some some reason to believe yeah that i was that that was the case for me and this person wasn't even in the same state. Yeah. And, like, like you said with your first one, he was love-bombing you. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so happy in my relationship. And I thought he was as well mm-hmm. because that's all I ever heard. I only ever heard good things. Right. And we're on the best date, like, whatever. We're talking about how we, like, much we care about each other and like each other and, like, our future together. And then four days later, he's, like, breaking up with me. Yeah, and then two weeks crazy. later, I, I, I'm not an idiot i on twitter i see things mm-hmm. and then like a couple of months later they're together i'm like yeah. what the fuck that's so fucked up like what and then it's like all right um i've been so supportive to you i've been nothing but a good girlfriend to you like why did you have to do this to me mm-hmm. most times it's just people's inability to like a lot of people one self-sabotage but two they just don't know how to be in a healthy relationship so once yeah. they get it they're yeah. like, ooh, no. Scary, no. Yeah, and I think that's exactly, I don't think my last boyfriend cheated on me, but that's exactly how he started, like, kind of, like, I wanted to be a healthy relationship. I wanted to, like, do the long run, and as yeah. soon as it started to get serious, he was like, oh, my God, let yes. me do nothing and be a piece of shit because I don't know how to connect with someone again. Yes, I literally, I feel like that was the case. Like, I mean, like, to toot my own horn, like, I'm a really good girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, I am... A great girlfriend. You would be lucky me to have too. me. Yeah, me you too. too. <laughs> and so, like, I feel like we talked about things all the time, me and him. We tried to open up to each other and, like, tell each other, like, what we've been through. And, mm-hmm. like, and um, I remember telling him, like, I felt, like, so, like, safe mm-hmm. almost. And, like, I wasn't worried, like, when he would, if he if he ever were to go out with his friends. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I didn't care because I trusted him. Right. And he said the same thing to me. So it's almost like I... <laughs> feel like such an idiot because you didn't even go out with your friends you're finding something online are you joking i'm right here in person that's fucking terrible and i'm like what the fuck well you're not an idiot because you did everything right 
Uh, It still pisses me off. But yeah, because (laughs) emotional cheating, like, especially like, I feel like for the both of us, I don't want to speak for you, but like, it's very hard for me to open up and be vulnerable with someone. So once I get to that point with you and then you betray my trust, like it hits, it hits different. Like I wouldn't tolerate physical or emotional cheating. But, like, at least with physical, like, if you're out with your friends one night and you make out with a girl, you grind on a girl, you follow, whatever the fact you do, at least I know you weren't, like, oh, my God, I see a future with her. You were just, like, oh, okay, she's hot. Like, what? that's still not okay, but I think I could see past that a little bit easier than you wanting to build a life with someone else while you're with her. Yeah. No, no, literally. And also, like, um, every time I feel like I get sad or like I've gone through a breakup I almost was like I wish he would have cheated on me so that Mm -hmm. I can just hate him Mm -hmm. I can hate you and like I don't hate him it was really hard because it was an emotional thing like Mm -hmm. but physical I feel like I would just be fuck you like you never you I don't know like that I think I feel like that might be a little bit easier for me to get over just because like fuck you yeah fuck you but also drinking is never an excuse either no Oh, my God. Let's talk about that. <laughs> if anyone ever uses drinking in it as well, an excuse. Well, I was drunk. Well, you're an idiot. Yeah. If you can't control yourself, then maybe you shouldn't be fucking drinking. Maybe we have bigger issues than Clearly. that. Clearly. And also, like, I want I go out with my friends and I drink all the time. You don't see me fucking every guy if no. I have a boyfriend. You joking? I go home. Mm-mm. Like, you're don't never that, that horny. Mm-hmm. You're never that horny. Mm-hmm. That you have a, a girlfriend or someone at home. Like, please Control yourself. Control yourself. Like, be mature. Like, grow up. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate when people are like, and they can't trust their boyfriend or girlfriend out with their friends. That's fucking a red flag. Yeah, it is Pissed a red me flag. off. I'm getting fired up. No, it is such a red flag, though. And even, like, I think a part of cheating that, I, I, I don't know, not everyone might feel this way, but if you have people in your life, whether it's friends, acquaintances, and you know that they have feelings for you and you keep them around and, like, enable them, like, if my partner had someone, like, Snapchatting them every day yeah. or, like, DMing them every day and was like, oh, you're this or that, like, and you enable that and you're like, oh, no, haha, it's fine. Like, no, it's not fucking no. fine. No. No, it's not. Like, okay, post a fire selfie, someone responds, they, you look great, whatever. Okay. I just leave it unopened. Exactly. Or I like the message. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, thanks. Like, yeah. I am i don't know. Like, like entertain it. Like, yeah. no, it's not worth it for me. Like, I get enough. I should be getting enough attention from my boyfriend that I don't need it from anybody right. else. But, right. oh, my God, it just, like, it infuriates me. I'm like, can, like, people just, like, control themselves? <laughs> like, so that's the whole thing. It's literally, and it's it shouldn't even be a thought. Like, you shouldn't That's, be scared if your girlfriend or boyfriend's going on, like, a girl's or guy's trip. No. Like. Not at all. No. If you feel insecure like that, you probably just shouldn't be with that person. Yeah, you probably also have, like, way bigger issues in your relationship that, like, you're just not talking about. Exactly. And, like, within yourself as well. Exactly. Like, as we said, like, probably some deep-rooted insecurities. I was going to say, like, sometimes I have, like, trust issues, but it's not necessarily the person that I'm with and I'm, I acknowledge that I could tell I'm starting to be able to tell the difference between my intuition on things and then like my anxious like attachment yeah. almost yeah and how I can't let the anxious attachment like influence my decisions and like how I speak to my partner because yeah. that's not going to help anything yeah. I feel like in my last relationship I realized I had a whole other level of an- anxious attachment mm-hmm. issues which I've never experienced before but it all, I think, came from my first relationship where, like, my trust and, like, my attention, like, everything, my all my needs were just, like, not being met. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I felt, like, I got someone that, like, 
was giving me everything, I wanted to hold on so tight to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't want to ever feel like, oh, this is way too good to be true. Right. Like, in a bad way. Right. I feel like there's difference. There like, is. There's between peace healthy and anxiety. Right. And I literally remember, like, feeling, like, anxious throughout the day until I saw my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, towards the end of the relationship. But, like, I was always like, well, why do I feel this way? Like, we ha- we aren't fighting. But things have a crazy way of working out. Like... They do. It it didn't work out, and it wasn't supposed to work out for me, mm-hmm. and I'm glad it didn't. That's how I felt in my last relationship, too, because towards the end, like, I started getting very anxiously attached, and he did, too, and I think it was almost because, like, the end of our relationship really, like, just down-spiraled. Like, we were not great. I will... We were not perfect. Like, we yeah. had issues. Yeah. But, like, we had one fight two weeks, I think, before we broke up, and he was like, so I'm just going to be honest. Sometimes I think that you deserve better. And I was like, first of all, you could be better if you wanted to. And you're yeah. choosing to not be better. Yeah. Second of all, if you're saying that, like, if you see that you're treating me like shit, then, then what the fuck is wrong it. with you? Yeah. And then we just kind of brushed it under the rug and we were both, like, very anxiously, like, I don't know. It was a very weird time. And then that was it. Like, really, that was the beginning of the end after that conversation. Because I was like, if he's saying that I deserve better, he's actively choosing to not be better. He knows it. I know it. Why the fuck are we together? Yeah. No, literally. It's like, all right, well, what are we doing? (laughs) So, I don't know. Yeah. Can we talk about, like, going back to someone that's cheated? Yeah. Honestly, like, do I think you're a terrible person if you cheat? No. I think people make mistakes. Yeah. I think as long as you learn from your mistake mm-hmm. uh, and you show me that you've grown mm-hmm. and stuff, like, okay, cool, like, you're fine, like, you're not a terrible person. Mm-hmm. But if this is, like, a constant thing, like, a, you're a repeat offender, like, mm-hmm. you need to, like, look into something. Like, you need to get to work on yourself. I, I, I used to be someone that said, like, once a cheater, always a cheater. And in a sense, I do still believe that. But with that, but also, I feel like if someone is very immature and they really take the experience and grow from it, I think that they can change. I don't necessarily think that I'm, I'm just going to be honest, I don't think I'm strong enough as a woman to be able to stand by someone that cheated on me. I yeah. think, like, I don't think I can handle that. I think it takes a very, like, confident and, like, self-assured girl to be able to do that I personally don't think I could ever it can be that. looked at two ways like I don't think you're an idiot if you go back to a cheater no I don't think that but also like I don't know if I I don't know what I would do yeah and I I don't think it's because I would be like super confident in myself I think it's because I don't ever want to feel at that week that I would be like well it was only one time like and yeah. I don't think I'll ever find someone or whatever like I don't want to ever be in that headspace and I feel like sometimes a lot of people like do get into that headspace Mm -hmm. and it's almost like settling for something that you don't deserve obviously yeah but I I would hope that I would be strong enough to be like no I yeah I don't want to be with you right now or like take some time apart Mm -hmm. like maybe if it's meant to be find your way back to each other but cheating is like really hard to overcome I agree and it's not just something that you can, like, forget about. No. And, it's like, something that's going to resurface time and time again. And you No matter go. how many times, to- like, no matter how much you think you've grown past it, like, if your partner's out one night and you're not with them, you're going to be up till they yeah. get home. Like, yeah. you're going to be crazy. Like, it's I don't true. know if anyone watches um, Summer House, but mm-hmm. there's this couple on it. They're married now, but uh, Kyle and Amanda and Kyle, 
like cheated on Amanda like a couple of times and one time he was so blacked out that he didn't even remember and like someone had to tell him oh god. and then he had to tell her oh god and then they got engaged the same summer that she found out that he cheated on her again and he didn't even know or something but like this girl confirmed that like it didn't happen but still and now it's so sad to watch though because yeah. like um now they're married but if he stays out till 4 a.m she's blowing up his phone yeah like a million calls so I'm like, ah. that's not something I personally think I'll ever be able to no. get past. But that doesn't mean that I judge people that no. do go back. I think you're strong. That's what I like. Yeah, if like you were capable of like really seeing past it and working together as a couple. I think it is definitely something like not you should never be proud of the cheating. I think it's right. something you should be proud of that you guys are able to work grow through. together yeah. as a couple. But. Some people are just serial offenders, and there are a lot of people like that. Like, a lot yeah. of people just can't keep their dick or their vagina inside their pants. Yeah, and, like, I also feel like when that happens in your relationship, or if it happens, mm-hmm. you have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You cannot sweep it under the rug. You have exactly. to acknowledge it in order to move on, mm-hmm. because if you don't, it's going to build up. You both are going to resent each other, and then it's going to, like, cause something else, like... It's not going to work, you know? Like, it's just, it's not going to work. I feel like cheating has also been, like, so normalized that it's terrible. It In our generation especially, it's, like, so, like, almost, like, like, accepted. It's like, cheated on you. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be something normal. (laughs) Like, okay, you go to a club and you see someone hot. Okay, acknowledge the beauty from a fucking far. Like, it's real, it's not realistic to think that your boyfriend or your girlfriend are going to go out and never find someone attractive again. They're going to find someone attractive again, unfortunately. I will, and be in denial. I'll think that he looks at people and he thinks that they're fucking peaches and plums. I don't know. Like, I'll picture something else in my head. But there's a difference between finding someone attractive and acting on that attraction. Yeah, 100%. And, like, um... I feel like I was going to say something, but I forgot. But also, <laughs> oh, like, I feel like everyone's initial thought, like, when their partner's going out without them is, like, well, now he's going to find somebody else. or It's like an invitation to cheat where mm-hmm. it, it – no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just going out with your friends. Mm-hmm. Also, like, I your, your boyfriend or your girlfriend's friend could be one thing. Like, they can be an enabler. They can have a lot yeah. of tension around them. They're single. But that does not mean that, that your partner is going to be that way. No. And they shouldn't. Yeah. They should not be that. They shouldn't if they're, you know, reliable oh, yeah. and, like, trustworthy. Like, I know people hate that bitch that's like, I have a boyfriend. I'm probably that bitch oh, like, I, when I'm in I a relationship. Oh, like, I that And bitch. I'm not, like, in an obnoxious way. Like, if my friend's single and then, like, their friends come up to me, I'll be like, oh, yeah, me and my boyfriend. Like, yeah. I'll bring it up. Like, yeah. So it's, like. So I put that boundary right away. Yeah. But I'm not like, don't touch me. I have a boyfriend. Yeah, but no, I'm no, like, no, yeah. I'll bring up the fact that I am not single because that, I feel like that's respectful to my partner and I feel like that sets a boundary with the person. Yeah, 100%. Like, in a And it's nice... that simple. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple. And I don't mean to sound like a dick, but ladies, if your man's going out, I am sure, like, I think us women go definitely, our boyfriends sometimes are not the most attractive fellas in the the land. If you think your boyfriend's going out and people are throwing themselves at them, fucking taking their blussy and putting it in their face, that's probably not happening. If he was going to get with someone, he would be the one personally going up to them. Yeah. So I think that's something to almost, like, make women feel a little bit more secure. Like, not many women will just approach your medium-attractive boyfriend at the bar. Yeah. Do you think um, it's okay to, like, uh, like, to blame the other person as well? 
like that they cheat on you with like no fuck that girl or something it's like no that girl didn't know you had a girlfriend or like you know what i mean i okay so if they didn't know absolutely not right if they knew and they went behind your back and continued to do it i think that they are part oh, to blame shit. but your boyfriend you oh, cannot yeah. You can't discard your partner. Yeah, yeah. Your partner is the one you should be the most mad at. Because if you're blaming the girl or the guy, <clears throat> then you're fucked. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, like, then you're just kind you're of You're just ignoring. displacing your anger. Yeah. Also, like, if it's, like, one of your close friends, <laughs> I think, um... I think I'd die. I, I don't know <laughs> what I would do. Like, I'm sure everyone kind of knows. I was just giving Brie a rundown of the scandal. Oh, yeah. What's going on on oh, Vanderpump Rules fucked. right now. Um, so little like um I can't even speak. What like a recap. A recap, I'm sorry. A summary. Yeah, so like a big a little summary is that there's two people on the show, Ariana and Tom Sandoval. And they have been dating for basically ten years. They live together, they have a life together, they're they have a career together, everything. They're in a friend group, and then there's this girl Raquel who's best friends at Ariana. Long story short, Raquel and Sandoval have been having a seventh month long affair behind Ariana's back recently. Oh and my god. And he has just been known to be, like, a narcissist, a gaslighter. Mm -hmm. Like, he never takes accountability. Um, and he sucks. He just truly sucks. Yeah. And um, But, like, Ari Raquel would be at Ariana's house. Like, she'd sleep in the guest bedroom. And they would... While Ariana's home, like, Tom would, like, <laughs> sleep with her. Oh. And, like, just be super flirty with her and, like, go out to bars with just them, too. It's like, where's your girlfriend? And so now on the show... It's, like, you can see it because it, as they're filming. Mm -mm. But, like, like they got cameras back up when the news came out about a month ago. Mm -hmm. And, like, everyone's just, like, team Ariana. Like, how could you do that to your friend? Yeah, no. Or That's... look that person in the eyes on mm -hmm. a day-to-day -day basis knowing you're fucking their boyfriend. No. For... Fuck you. I would either be in the psych ward... Because I would be, like, that's so, like, when you think about it, that's genuinely so sad. Like, your boyfriend and your best, best friend. friend. Like, I would be s distraught and heartbroken, or I'd be in jail. Because they would both be fucking dead. Yeah, I don't dead. know. How, I don't I don't think I would be able to recover from that. And, like, he now recently went on a podcast and, like, is such, like, he never takes accountability. Ugh. Never. He has always, like, his first public apology wasn't even, he did not mention Ariana at all. <gasps> he mentioned, like, his business. Like, please fuck off. Oh, so yeah. Then he made another apology and was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Ariana." Because like, he was probably you. bullied into yeah, it. PR. He doesn't actually feel sorry. No, you can tell on the podcast that he was just on. He was on like Howie Mandel's podcast, and he was like, "Well, I tried to break up with her before. Please. We had issues. Yeah, but you didn't. You were not please. broken up with for seven months. This whole affair, you were not broken up. No. If you were broken up, the show." at the time, would have made this your storyline because you're a couple on the show. Right. And it's not. Right. And you started date like, you started fooling around with this woman, like, Raquel, a slut, during your filming. Like, and you're such an idiot. That's terrible. That's really terrible. I really feel for that girl. I can't even imagine no. the fucking... When she found out... Oh, my God. She And you know how she found out? She was on his phone, and oh. she was recording him because he's, like, a... Like, he's hit like a midlife crisis he's in like yeah. a band or whatever and she was at one of his shows recording him on his phone or mm -hmm. something like she had his phone whatever and got a text message or no went on his like camera roll because she had like a gut instinct mm -hmm. and found a video of them two on facetime like having phone sex <gasps> yeah that's how she found out yeah insane <laughs> yeah 
Oh my god, that's disgusting. Yeah. I I have my friends have been cheated on and the ways that they have found out or seen it is vile. Like vile. That's so disgusting. Especially in college, like kids like guys gave no fucks. Yeah. Like but at least like have some respect for your partner if you're gonna cheat on them. Or like, <laughs> oh my god! Like, just don't cheat. Just don't, please. Just wake up with them. Like, you're that scared of being alone, dude or yeah. gal. Like, if it's an ego thing, like, go go to therapy. Yeah. Go to therapy. Like, therapy's great. It is. It works for everybody. You don't need to be have going through something or think you have an issue. But like, just talking to somebody, you might find out things about yourself. And yes. it'll help you communicate better with yeah. your partner and everybody else around you. Please don't cheat. <laughs> and I think something to keep in mind, too, is, like, if you're feeling insecure or you have, like, some, like an issue with your ego, just try to remember that you're also dragging down someone with you. Like, yeah. it's not just your own issue at that point when you decide to have a partner. It's theirs. Yeah. So if you br- let them into your life, you let them be vulnerable with you, they think they're building a life with you, and then you do that, like... You are it's a stab in the back. Up. Yeah. And like again, you're not a terrible person if you cheated. Like I'm it's okay, mistakes happen. Like work on yourself. Yeah. Become better and never do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Please. 100%. But if you just have a thrill in it or you think it's it's no no. Then just don't commit to people. Yeah. Yeah, always leave room in your situationship. Be open. Exactly. If you just... Just you know don't be in a relationship. You know how many people are like, yeah, I'm not ready for a relationship, and then they just fuck around, and then they end up in a situationship, and it's messy? Do that. I did it. Me, right now. <laughs> you know, people do it. Is it fun? Absolutely not. But is cheating fun? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I have been caught into so many situationships. Girl, me too. <laughs> Like, uh, speaking of my situationship, yeah. my unhinged habit this week. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, so I deleted his number yeah, and text thread, but I somehow found it. How? Uh, well, I knew it was in my call log. So I thought you deleted it. I deleted the most recent ones. Oh. Yeah. Uh. But uh, I texted him and he didn't answer me again. <gasps> yeah. What the fuck? So now I'm really done. Now I'm like, I deleted everything. Yeah, that's like... I'm like... Very off of him. I know. Very strange. I know. So I'm like, I know you don't have another girl. Yeah. Because you are not attractive. (laughs) So. (laughs) I don't know. I don't really care if he does. Like, fine. But like, like I said, grow up and tell me. 100%. And that's fine. Yeah. But I will no longer be contacting that man. There you go. If you see me. Oh, the yeah. streets. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you. And take my phone away when I'm drinking. Okay. That's all I need. What was my unhinged habit this week? I would say, hmm. You know, I had it, and now I don't remember. What did What did we do? What did you do? Oh, okay. So my unhinged habit this week is I'm trying to get on a better sleep schedule, <laughs> but oh, yes. I can't fall asleep at night lately. So I've just been, I have a weed pen, guys, and I've been hitting it 
<laughs> aggressively before bed every night, just ripping it. Like, literally, you would think I'm, like, a 420 stoner. I never smoke, ever. I just have it for emergencies or, like, a good time once a year. Like, it's probably two oh, years old, the cartridge. Dead. It's probably bad. I'm ripping it before bed to fall asleep. And you know what? I literally laugh for about 30 seconds, and I knock out. And I have the best sleep of my life, but I've been having weird dreams. So I stopped. I didn't do it all weekend, but I did it all last week. Oh, my God. I so. know you said that. That was so funny. <laughs> so that's why I didn't chop it at the week. 420 was last week. It was. Yeah, and I didn't even smoke. I didn't smoke on 420, actually. We went to karaoke. Yeah. Yeah. And so I knocked out after that. Yeah, we didn't need it. You didn't need to smoke. Carl sang me to sleep. Carl sang me a lullaby <laughs> while screaming in my ear. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, guys, it's moral of the story, don't cheat. And if you have cheated, be better. Also, love yourself. Yes. Love yourself. Learn your triggers. Learn what you need in a relationship before you hurt someone else. Yeah, and if you are struggling in, like, your relationship or a breakup or, like, you think your partner's cheating or something, reach out to us. We yeah. are your unhinged therapist for a reason. We are. We don't know what the fuck we're doing with our lives, but we do give pretty good advice. Yeah, my mom always says I'm wise. <laughs> I'm like, I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. But... Yeah, don't be afraid to, like, DM us or email us or... We're your besties. Yeah, we're your besties for the resties. And we love you. We love you guys. And we'll talk to you next week. See you next Tuesday. Bye. <laughs>